the beginning of the year, the Lord gave us a scripture which we have taken to be the word, not just for the year, but for, for the season. First of all, we, and this is in line also with the, the Deriverant Church National um, word that they, they, they are using, it is the ear of restoration and manifestation. And I thank God because it's not just Deliverance Church, quite a number of ministries have adopted that. It's, it's, there's a sense in, a, in, in, in the spirit that we have entered into a decade of uh, restoration and manifestation of all things. That the name of the Lord may be honored on earth and that the Lord will demonstrate to the inhabitants of the earth through his children, praise God, that he is God Almighty, hallelujah, he is the author of life and sustainer of life. And that things can be done in a godly way. And there can be manifestation to prove that this is God involved in what we are doing. Amen? And, and that's a, a, great, a, a, a great word to take with you, to carry throughout so that, you know, you, it becomes part of you. And, and it's a great joy to see God manifesting himself through you, either through the word of testimony that you give or the prayer that you make to someone and they come back and they say, I have seen the heart of the Lord. That is testifying. That will testify of the Lord's greatness and demonstrate to the world that indeed God is true and God is real. And especially in these days that humanity have rejected God and they are portraying, they're not only rejecting him, they actually, they have the audacity to actually portray like, you know, everything that they do, they do it with their own power and that there is nowhere God is in, deliberately deciding to remove God from their affairs. In other words, it's like saying we exist on our own, we do things on our own, we have the ability to move things on our own, we do not need the supernatural being that is there. That's the way things are today. And you fight people when you tell them you are a Christian. They look at you and they, they ridicule you. It's like even you. Hmm? It is like being a Christian. It's, it's, it's the least thing that any progressive, you know, human being should become. And that's the way the world is, is portraying us, portraying the church. And the, the whole idea is so that we can turn away from our faith and doubt, you know, and then abandon faith and follow them. That's a plan of the evil, the evil and the devil. 
But I want to announce today that God, hallelujah, is not in competition with the devil. God is not at war with the devil. You agree with me? Praise the Lord. God is God. And you remain God. Whether we like it or not. Whether we remove him from our dictionaries and our schools and all over. He will not change. He will remain God. Praise the Lord. And he is not insecure where he is. He is properly seated on the throne. Hallelujah. Watching what man is doing on earth. Praise God. And he cannot be moved. Even if the entire world turns away from him. Praise God. Why do I say this? Because being God who he is. He is capable of eliminating all of them. And creating others. But God will not do that. Because he would have done that. Long time ago. But he chose not to do it. But to plan. To come up with a perfect plan. To redeem humanity. Through his son, Jesus Christ. So he is not scared. And I'm saying this so that you who is a believer, do not waver. Praise God. What you hear or what you see should not worry you. I want you to take God's word as it is. When he says, I will restore all things, praise God, he will. When he says, I will manifest myself, he will again. And the world that seemed to be running away from him will run towards you to seek what is this that you have that can deliver me or save me. Because they will realize that without God, they are sinking. Praise God. Why am I saying this? I'm saying this because I want to encourage you that God means business. When he says, I, you shall decree a thing and it shall be established, he means it. Indeed, he means it, that he wants to release the anointing, the power and the ability for you to get to a level where you decree a thing and it shall be established. Praise God. Because God does not lie. Amen? But I have said, it cannot, it will not just be that we will sit there and say, now I can decree a thing and it shall be established and therefore let this thing now become a car and it becomes no. That's not what it is. Praise God. That's not what it is. And sometimes we Christians, especially Pentecostals, we miss it. Because the word is spoken, but we leave it at that level and we wait. We think because it has been spoken, now we can speak it and things will happen. And when we speak it and nothing happens, we say, that man is a false prophet. That man was not anointed. That word is not for, it is not working. The word is working. It may not be working through you, but the, that word is working. Because when it was established, 
it was established to work. Do you know that when God spoke the word, he did not speak that word so that it will work in the future. As far as he is concerned, when he spoke that word, the word was spoken to work. And as far as God is concerned, whatever he needed, whatever the word was supposed to establish is already there established. Praise God. So the word is true. The word is right. The word cannot change. But hear me, church of God and brethren. It is us who need to change so that we can rise to the standard where we can be able to speak that word and that word becomes what it says it should become. So the word has no problem. But you need to rise up to the level where you can speak the word and the word becomes. So it is not, in, it is not enough to say this is the ear of restoration and manifestation, the ear that I shall decree a thing and it shall be established and the light shall shine upon my ways. Praise God. Ninani kama mimi. Ole, utakuwa tu wewe vile uko. You cannot sit and assume that things will happen and you are not working towards that. Remember I told you, even for the prophetic words spoken, Paul had to speak to Timothy. Remember that? 1 Timothy 1 18 I charge you my son Timothy Can you remind them? Can you put it on the screen? Yeah? This charge I commit to who? Unto thee son Timothy according to the prophecies which went before on thee that thou by the mightiest war. Do what? War a good warfare. Let's read a, a version that is a bit modern. King James died in 18 something. Oh no, it's 18. Actually, was it 14 or whatever? Uh, himself. Aha. <laughs> uh -huh. Okay, let's try this one. This charge I commit is the new King James version, eh? To you, son Timothy. Please note that word, son Timothy, not child Timothy. There's a difference between that when you grow to the level now to be referred to as a son, yeah? You grow to that level now, you can be referred to as a son. Son Timothy, according to the prophecies previously made concerning you. Praise God. Words that have been spoken previously concerning you. Words that have been released as a word of God to guide you during this year and this decade. Okay? The prophetic words spoken upon your life. Being told, I charge you, 
Son, this charge I commit to you, that by them, them meaning the prophecies, the words spoken, you may use those words to wage the good warfare. In other words, to fight for the fulfillment of what has been spoken over your life. Why? Because there will be forces of darkness, there will be evil powers, there will be issues of life that you try to fight your faith or to fight the word that has been spoken over your life. So it is your assignment, it is your responsibility to guard it and to wage war over it day and night so that it is fulfilled. And that, now, that is what now calls for us growing to a level where we are, can now be trusted. And how do you grow? You grow by purposely deciding to work hands. Praise God. You cannot have a farm, whether it is lad or it is a company, and decide, I've opened this company, now I'll sit to see the profits grow. Yeah? Does it happen? Even if you are Pentecost, do you, even if you go to the mountain, because there are some of us that go to Kataroni and go to the mountain and remain there, you know? When you go to Kataroni and Heaven's Gate, it's okay because it's good to lay the foundations of prayer and deal with the issues and the forces that may oppose what you're doing. But then you need to come back and sit and work. Praise God. Are you hearing me? So that you do not blame me that I release a word over your life and that word is not working. And you are still staying at home and you are supposed to be encouraged reading. You are not reading. You know? You are still at home. You are supposed to be working at 8 a.m. to open your farm but you appear there at 11 and you still expect prophets. Woe unto you. Though you went to Kataroni, though you went to Heaven's Gate, though you came to Kesha, though they laid their hands on you, praise God, though you prayed the whole night and there was shaking and movement of things in your house because of the prayers, believe me, nothing will happen. There is need for work, brethren. Praise God. Diligence is key. You will not survive. There's so much competition. Everybody wants to get what you have. You need not worry about the competition. But with the knowledge that you have, that you are a child of God. And allow me to say this. We need to mature to that level of a son. Remember, when Jesus went to John to be baptized. Yeah? In Mark chapter 1. 
I don't know whether it's verse, verse 13 or verse, from verse 9 there. What happened? I have repeated this several times. What happened when Jesus went to be baptized by John the Baptist? Heavens opens. And then? What else? Huh? A what? Before the voice, what happened? There was a dove that came. That's in the form of the Holy Spirit. The Bible says, and the ladded on his shoulder and did what? Remained there. And then there was what? The voice was heard. What did the voice say? It is there now. Read it. This is my son in whom I am well pleased. The father was making a statement. That now you have matured. You are my son. I can announce it to the public. That I am well pleased with you. And in the Jews custom. When the firstborn matured. Okay. The father takes him to the gates. To the elders. And announces this is my son. So and so. He is now of age. I have confidence in him. In other words, I am happy with him. He now can represent me. In other words, what I was doing with you, the businesses I was transacting with you, he now has the authority to transact with you. Do not treat him anymore like a, a child. Because he has done what? He has matured. He can now represent me. He can now do what I do. Praise God. Now this is what we also need to, to, to get to know. That we have come to the Lord. We need to mature to a level where God can give a testimony and say, this is my beloved daughter in whom I am well pleased. In other words, I now trust her. She can act on my behalf. She can decree a thing and that thing shall happen. Now, do you see now how you need to, how you will be able to decree a thing and it will happen? When you mature, and how do you mature? When you feed, when you purpose to be diligent, when you purpose to push on, when you purpose to serve the Lord, when you purpose to do the right thing. Hallelujah. Are you getting me today? I am laboring on this and I'll tell you why. Because many times we get words and we get excited over these words. Yeah? But times goes by, but we don't benefit from the word. So it becomes like, um, oh, oh, we come to be hyped, we come to be excited, we come to be refilled and we feel good. Praise God. I know that there's a place where we want to also feel good. But this gospel is not just about feeling good. 
is an action-oriented, it is resort-oriented gospel. We must see results in what we do, in what we say. Hallelujah. Praise God. The, my, my neighbors need to know that indeed this man is a different person, is a believer, because they can see there is a difference between me and them. Praise God. When everybody else is panicking and complaining about the, the, the situation, about the economy, I can start and say, I trust and I believe in God. I'm not panicking. There may be no food because the locust has devastated and taken everything. Yeah? But I still trust that our God is able to sustain us, to supply. That is faith. The opposite would be lack of faith and you start criticizing, you start blaming Uhuru, you start blaming Raira, you start blaming Ruto, you start blaming Matiangi. Praise God. And say, where were they when these rockers came? Honestly, what could they have done? These things have been breeding in the, in the desert in millions and millions. Praise God. Even now they have tried. When they've Fight them from this side. They hear they have come now from the other side. The Uganda was very safe. Now they are saying, no, no, no. They are now here with us. Oh, you don't, don't know. They have now gone to Uganda. Praise God. But a man of faith. Do you know we need to get to that level where one of you will just start because of the anointing that is upon them. And you lift up your hand and you say, I decree. There shall be no trace of a locust in this country. By my word. Praise God. Elijah was a man like you, isn't it? But he spoke. Okay? He commanded that it should not rain for three and a half years and it never rained. Elijah was not a child, he was not a novice, he was a seasoned prophet who had paid the price to become who he was. And some of us, we want to, to, we want to, to, to prophesy. We want to, 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 to perform miracles. And even prayers, we cannot pray for 15 minutes. On our own. We cannot close and in, in, in ourselves in a room to pray. We cannot study the word of God. And read and understand. We wait until Sunday. We come and hear the word. And then we go home and say, wow, that was a powerful word. Oh no. If this is what is going to sustain you, believe me or not, you will have a lot of deficiency in you. Because this is just a small dose to push you to go and study, to go and wait upon the Lord, to believe the word of God for yourself. Praise God. To call upon the name of the Lord for yourself and the Lord will answer you. Praise God. Because he's not a respecter of persons. Diligent is key. And this is what we need to. Praise the Lord. Well, 
we are quiet eh? praise god yes we are quiet because we need to do an evaluation we need to say lord every year you give us a word yeah this time we want things to be different we truly want to see restoration and manifestation of god's power and presence in our lives we want to see the things that have been stolen from our lives coming back because that's what restoration means we want to see the joy of the lord coming back in our lives salvation should not be a burden brethren the walk with the lord should not be a struggle and to many it's a struggle nikufumilia eh this is not the way it was supposed to be the lord would say to us no he redeemed us he took away our sins we became the righteousness of god but we cannot just sit there we need to mature so that we can get to the level of a son praise god where the father now says this is my beloved son i have now released to him the ability to create praise god that's what god wants there is still a lot that we need to create amen god finishes the work the rest he left it to humanity to continue isn't it that's why we keep discovering things it's not that they they i mean they were not there but god had to hide them so that when we mature we can now start discovering and declaring and decreeing those things the unfortunate thing is that the church is asleep so sometimes god uses the believers to bring things into the world and because they don't know god they boast about their ability their intelligence super intelligence they can now go to the moon they can now do whatever whatever all this knowledge praise god is supposed to be with you here you are the one who is supposed to be discovering things you are the one who is supposed to be innovative i mean i mean creating things praise god we are not supposed to be cop- copycat just going okay what do they what do, what, what do they say they say they la 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 okay we supposed to enter into a level at a, a, a realm of the spirit where our eyes are open and because we are matured we are sons we can now create things praise god that you need not struggle with that assignment because it looks too, too hard and too complicated you have the capacity to handle it because you are a child of god amen what you acquired in in college was basic to put you to that level now where you can now start creating discovering more as you wait upon the name of the lord 
But diligence is key. If we are lazy, we will not make it. It is true. There are many scriptures talked about laziness. Praise the Lord. I'm trying to avoid getting to my message today because this is just laying the background because I don't have the time to push it beyond that. But next, not next time, we, we will deal with the issue of wealth. Praise God. Because that truth be told, we can be anointed to that level where we decree things. But if we have no food, if we are still beggars, if we cannot be able to support others, it will be very hard for us to minister to them. Amen? So even as we mature, we need to mature to a level where we have entered into that room where we also understand that it is God's will for us to prosper and be in good health. But that is not going to come through just mere declarations. Okay? And overnight prayers. And remember, I'm not saying prayers are not important. They are very important because you need to lay the foundations. And after you have laid the foundation, even as you work, you need to sustain what you do again through prayers because you'll be fought right, left. And that's why Paul is telling Timothy, wage warfare. But before you wage warfare, you need to work, isn't it? We need to, to work. I am the Lord who gives you power to make what? Wealth. He doesn't say, I am the Lord who releases wealth to you as you sit. He says, I have, I'm the Lord who gives you what? Power. To make Wealth. So there is the process of making wealth. And we saw in Genesis that God had to wait until when he had created Adam to now release, you know, gold, rivers, whatever, so that man now can manage the resources. We have an assignment, brethren. We need to work and you need to work hard. Praise God. Can God be glorified when we work hard? Can we witness through our work? Praise God. Yes. Because when you work hard and you excel, you become a star every, of a darling of everybody, isn't it? They will want to know what is it that you do that we don't do. And that's give you now the opportunity to share with them the gospel of Christ, of the kingdom. That's the time you now tell them, and by the way, 
I would like you to know it is not by my power or my knowledge. It is by the spirit of God who is in me. Then they will, they will ask, and who is the spirit of God in you? And then you have the opportunity to explain to them what that means. Praise God. But if we have nothing, if we are borrowing money from non-believers, believe me, in the office, you know, if we are going to Shylocks, like them, there's no way, brethren, they will admire what we have. Do you think they will? Eh? They will not. If when they are going to the Shylock, muko now. Kwanza wewe ndio umeshidwa zaidi hata kulipa mashailo wanakuja kutafuta kwa ofisi. Na wewe ndio unasemaka umeoko? In fact they will be telling na si wewe umeokoka kwani? Tunasikiaga mkitoa tithe mnabarikiwa. Kwani hiyo kanisa yenu? Sio zile za eh? Now please. I don't know what has come of me today. That I'm talking to you like this. But someone here need to know that God wants you to change. And the only way you can change is when you purpose. I have come to him. I am going to grow in this thing. Whatever it takes, I want to mature to that level of a son. Where God can trust me with his power so that through his power, I can make a difference where I am. Amen. You probably do not need another job. Praise God. Because some of us think that oh when I get that job is when things will work for me. No, no, no. No, maybe that's not what you need. You probably need to mature to a son where you are. So that you can start changing things. And people will start seeing, oh, there's something here. So you don't need another job because where you are, they will promote you. Because the reason why you're looking for another job is because you feel you're not earning enough. And you think if you get another job, you'll get more money. No, no, no. That's not what you need. It's you need to mature to become that son so that God can now release his sovereignty to you. Praise God. So that now you can be, start creating things, changing things in that organization. And before you realize being hired as a, on the lowest cadre, you rise to the level of the CEO. Why? Because there is something different in you. But you do not just depend on that something alone. You also work. And as you work, God makes it easy for you. Have you have a hand? You know, something someone saying, and this is very sad. Yeah? Someone is looking for someone to employ, but he says, not a Christian. Ever heard that? Is that not a shame? And not a Christian. Why? Because Christians are known to be mediocre. They spend most of their time, you know, in the office, reading the Bible, yeah, calling their friends on phone, 
yeah? analyzing prophecies from India, China, Ebu, everywhere. And calling their colleagues. Umeona hii, umeona hii. And we are not productive. I feel like saying shame on you if you are here. How are we going then to demonstrate God's power and, 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 and restoration? How are things going to be restored? How is God going to use us to demonstrate to the world if we are mediocre? Praise God. Some of us do not need to be employed. Praise God. You're supposed to be to be employers. Praise the Lord. It's only Mike who is believing me. Because most of you are still looking for jobs and saying, this economy is, is hard. It's, it's not creating enough jobs. So stop now thinking of a job. Praise God. Amen. Anthony, you may be in that category. Start thinking of how can I employ myself and employ others and anyone else. Praise the Lord. May the Lord bless you. Let's meet next time. We shall push it from there. Hmm? We want to look in ways of becoming wealth and prosperous as a child of God. Not through 310. No. No. You can give your 10% diligently and not grow from where you are. Yeah, it's true. Because the Lord will bless the work of your hands. You will not bless the 10%. It is the work of your hands. You may be paying your tithe, but you're not working hard. You will not grow. The Lord will protect you. What you have will be protected. It will not be stolen. It will not be eaten by canker worms. But it is still remain minimal. We want to get to that level where we are blessed. Amen? Like our father, Abraham. Amen? Let me read this first and then I'll let you go home. I've talked about diligence. And you know the, the definition of diligence is careful and persistent effort, consistent and hard work. Hmm? Deuteronomy 28, 1 and 2 says, Now it shall come to pass, if you diligently 
Obey the voice of the Lord your God. To observe carefree. Can you see that? All his commandments that I have commanded you today, that the Lord your God will set you high above all nations. Amen? Why? Because there is you diligently, there is obedient. Look at those phrases. They are there. Diligently obey the voice of the Lord. The other one is what? Observe carefree. Those are words that you need to, to look at. Diligent. Obey. Then, observe carefully. Yeah? Every word written, there's a reason. He didn't just say observe. He says observe carefully because there is a, we, the, we, the, the, there is the, the, the possibility that we can say we are observing, but we are not careful. So he says, what? Observe carefully. And then the other one, there are some, several phrases there. All his, this commandment, which I command you today, that the Lord your God will set you high above. What will he do when you observe, when you diligently obey, when you observe carefully? Okay? You are set on high above. Amen? All nations of the earth. And he says, and all these blessings shall do what? Come upon you and overtake you. Are you getting it? All these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you. But there is your input, isn't it? Let's not get excited because that's where we go wrong. We say that the word says all these blessings, you know, shall come to me and overtake me. In the name of Jesus, I decree it. I believe it. It's going to happen. And then you leave, you go home. And you sleep. And the following day you wake up at nine. Yeah? And you expect blessings to come upon you and overtake you. No. It is those who are diligently. Okay? Obeying or doing what they are supposed to do. And they are carefully observing. Following the instructions by letter. Not being mediocre in any way. In their faith, in their working place, in their homes, how they set up their homes. Please allow me to say, even how you set up your house. There are some of you, if, uh, praise God. If I say I'm coming to your house, you say, Pastor, not today. 
Yeah? Not today. I'll tell you. Then I wait for through through weeks. Pastor, now you can come. Praise God. You know what I mean. Yeah? We are supposed to be Christians. Examples in all areas. If you are a wife, you are an effective wife. If you are a husband, you are an effective husband who provides to his family. Amen? You are not a husband who waits for your wife to go and work. To come home and you ask for money to go and buy socks. It's, un it's unfortunate because the generation that we have now, that's what they are, who they are. They're, the women are working harder than men. It should never be like that. Men are busy loitering in the streets and following politicians from one corner to the other. Women are the ones working. And you come home and you expect food. And some of you, when you are given food without meat, you complain. Who is supposed to bring meat in the home? The wife or the man? If you don't bring meat, you should be served. What is there? You, should, you are lucky that you are even served. Something. You should, you should actually not be given anything because you didn't bring anything and you are the provider. Praise God. Brethren, God wants to use us to speak to the world. He is so proud that you are his child, but he wants to use you to speak to the world. But you must rise up from where you are. You must stop being careless and mediocre. You are a child of God. He is the king. You are a prince or a princess. You don't fight prince and princesses joking aloud. They carry themselves, you know, like children of the king because they are their future kings. But here we are so careless. We just throw words. God help us. Let's start on our feet. Don't throw stones to me today. Do you still love me? Are you sure that you still love me? Please then, be doers of the word. Let's not keep talking about these things. Let's see a difference in your life. Amen? Let's see growth in what you do. Let's see growth in that business. I know things are tough. But I can assure you, when you work hard and you commit it to the Lord, he will bless the work of your hands. He's not a liar. He went, what he says, we will do. If Isaac was able to thrive or to plant when there was drought, even when things are tough the way they are, you will still prosper as a child of God. You will still be promoted even when others are being laid off. Because when they look at your performance, they see excellence. Amen? How then will they tell you to go away? You are an asset to them. They need you. But of course, if you are mediocre, you'll be the first one to be shown the door. Amen?
Our Father in heaven, we want to thank you and to bless you for who you are. We humble ourselves before you today. We thank you because your word is right, your word is true. It doesn't change. You watch over it to perform it. You have spoken to us this year that it is the year of restoration and manifestation. It is the year where what we have lost as a child of God, as a church, oh God, the respect that we have lost, that you are ready to restore the same. But you need people who are diligent, who are careful, observing your law, following your instructions, fulfilling the purpose for which we are called. We ask that, O oh Lord God Almighty, let that word sink. Let that word sink in us. Let it transform us so that we can do that which is right to the glory and honor of our Father who is in heaven. We give you praise, Lord. Bless your people, Lord. You say that you are the Lord who blesses us. You bless the work of our hands. You are the one who has given us the ability even to create wealth. Lord, I pray that that ability will increase in the lives of your people. They will be diligent in what they do. And Father, you will bless them. Whatever they start this year, Lord, in your name, and they put their effort in it, it will grow to the glory and honor of your name. Jesus, we thank you and we praise you because you're a good God. Amen.